When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Around the Circle. That's the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk. It's a crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's my buddy, David Johnson at Rebels247. Hey, buddy. Hey, Ben. How are you, Ben? I'm good. We have not publicly talked since October. Now, privately, not really a day goes by where we don't (laughs) communicate in some way. It's been a little while. It's been it's been a little while, but um, you know. So here we are talking on a podcast again. <laughs> that uh, we hope just it's become a weekly feature moving forward. Yeah, why not? Because we wanted to. Yeah, we we spend so much time on the phone together, right? You know, throughout the week that uh, we might as well uh, might as well record it for you guys. Might as well just hit might, record. Might as well. This may be a first in Ole Miss media history. Uh, not sure, but it might be. Might be. What are you most paying attention to right now at Ole Miss Sports? You know, to me, the I think the biggest thing right now, Ben, so he's going to play quarterback for the Ole Miss Rebels this fall. We don't know. We do not know right now. I think we can take from what we watched Saturday in the Grove Bowl and from all the open spring practices, Luke Altmeyer left in the lead. He's in the lead, if you ask me. Um now, that's not uh, shortchanging Jackson Dart. We see that big, strong arm. He's got a tremendous ceiling. Um, and he's got several months before fall camp starts to kind of be able to catch up and surpass Luke if he can. But Luke's going to be getting better, too. I'll just say this much. Proud of Luke Altmeyer. I mean, he stuck it out. He competed. And again, in my opinion, I think Luke's ahead in the job right now. Here's my question. Because of how baseball has been going and basketball, this is typically a hot recruiting time for basketball, not so much this year. Are we just going to be talking about quarterbacks until August? Writing about it? You know, I, what are we doing? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I mean that's obviously going to be paramount. But, you know, there's going to be some more movement in the transfer portal. Um you know, I think Ole Miss is going to bring in one or two more wide receivers. They want to bring in a linebacker. And then who knows from the best of category, who's going to hop in the portal between now and May 1st that um, they just feel like they have to have. So, you know, you're going to be talking about the transfer portal. And that's different this year. Kids have to be in that portal by May 1. Mm-hmm. Last year it was July 1. So um, I like that you know, we're too. In the final, yeah, I do too. But we're in the final few days 
that kids can get in the transfer portal and then everything's set, you know, go get them. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think that's a storyline. And, uh, you know, the other storyline is Ole Miss, you know, are they going to take another 2023 quarterback? I think, you know, obviously they'll take Jaden Rashada. But, um, you know, or will they finally just look around and go, you know what? Marcel Reed is it. So I think that's something else we'll be looking at as we move ahead. And also how the dynamic plays out between Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart if you want to add a player or two to that room, additionally to Marcel Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're – I think – no, I think all three Ole Miss quarterbacks, Jackson Dart, Luke Altmaier, Kincaid Dent, they're, they're all here. They're not getting right. in the portal or anything like that. Um, I, I'm expecting a bloodbath of a fight. You know. Uh, all the way through the month of August. And fortunately for Ole Miss, let's be honest, you know, the front end of that schedule is conducive to if Lane Kiffin has to, he can play both Dart and Altmeyer, you know, through almost the first half of the season. When's the last time Ole Miss had this easier or this easiest of an early season schedule? I can't remember. It's been a long time. I can't either because like, the years when they played VMI and all the, there was always an Auburn stuck right up there yeah. at the front end of the schedule or something like that. Um, and, and, and look, I mean, that's not discounting, you know, they're, they're going to be in for a fight at Georgia tech. Yeah. They'll, but they're going to win that Georgia game. Tech. Yeah. They'll be Georgia. Yeah. Tech. They're going to be in for a fight when Kentucky comes to Oxford. Um, Kentucky's you know, good. That's yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Kentucky's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was in my early 40s the last time Kentucky, maybe even my late 30s, last time Kentucky didn't go to a bowl game. Wow. When you think about Man, it I'll like that. 50, I'll, I'll be 51 in July. Will yeah. you really? I will be 51, man. Do you feel 51? <clears throat> you know, I've told you this before. I'm always like 19, 20 years old in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um We've talked about that as we, and, yeah, um, as we all are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you look on Facebook and they're the people you went to high school with and you're like, dang, they got old. <laughs> and, you know, It's like, it's like, Oh, I still look the same day I did the day I graduated from high school and everybody <laughs> else, man, they've been put through hell. Uh, but uh, you know how it is. I mean, and then you I, look I in the mirror and go, wait, wait, wait. I've taken all the mirrors out of my house, man. Good for um, you. That's what I need to do. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I think those are some of the storylines we're covering with Ole Miss football. Um, you know, and again, recruiting never stops. It's a year-round business now. Uh, you know, it used to, you know, in around December, we get all hyped up for the two-month run-up to the February signing day. That's true. And Lord have mercy. that That's gone. It's gone. It's gone gone i mean signing day is december now and um that's portal 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 the portal pod portal pod which which you know i i still i don't know how to feel about the transfer portal i'll say this much i think lane kiffin has executed his strategy thus old mrs strategy perfectly in the portal Kiffin's way ahead of the game on the transfer portal. You got to remember, a year and a half ago, he was talking about 
how this was going to change college football. And, uh, you know, I listened to an interview with him today from several days ago. He did with Rich Eisen. He agreed with Dabo Sweeney that um, college football is about to implode. You know, there, there, there are just no rules. It's the wild, wild west. You know, you, you, coaches can't talk to people about NIL deals, but boosters are. You know, the collective, if you will. So, you know. Is there any putting the toothpaste back in the tube? No, no, never going back. So you can tube. never regulate it. No, I'm, not, I'm just talking about like regulating it with more strict windows. Now it was like July no. 1 last year. Now it's May 1 this year. Come on, man. If Tennessee's actually paying a quarterback $8 million to come play for them, God. and then next year you're going to tell a quarterback of the same capabilities, can't do that this year. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, the price of the bricks only yeah. going up. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. Oh, Nico I'm, got eight million. Well, I'm worth eight point two. That's that's it in a nutshell. Every it's year in the NFL, up. the the quarterback that gets the latest contract that becomes the floor. That that that's true, and um, you know. So, what happens with this? I don't know. But like, I'll tell you this much: your mid-major programs are trying to act like they're taking part in NIL deals. You know, they have collectives, if you will, things like that. But the truth be known, inside those mid-major locker rooms, it ain't happening, folks. Mm -mm. It's not happening at the New Mexico State level. It's not happening there. Was it ever really happening at New Mexico State? No no No, offense. Okay. All right. No, no. It's not happening there. It's not happening in the MAC. It's not happening in the Sun Belt. You know, maybe a little paycheck here and there, you know, of, hey, okay, he's our quarterback. Let's pay him 500 bucks a month, something like that. But nothing astronomical like you're seeing in the Power 5 football ranks. Do you really buy $8 million for Nico? No. Honestly, I How well sourced is that? Or is that an internet thing? That's what I'm saying. I have have not seen anybody coming out and denying it. That's fair. Um, So, you know, I mean, if you want to pay $8 million for a quarterback or two hundred and fifty dollars for a quarterback, you go right ahead. It's capitalism. Capitalism. Mm -hmm. Capitalism. But, you know, just beware of what you're you're sinking your money into. You know? And, And know that if it doesn't work out, you're going to be asked to do the same thing again in just a few months. I mean, so it is what it is. I mean, it, it's it's good old-fashioned American uh, business, right? If it becomes like Late the NFL, um, it would be 32 teams. So the 32 profitable colleges that can pay NIL money, that will make up college football. Yeah, but you know, man, you lose so much. I mean – I mean, you remember... Well, they'll still play the club leagues. Like, Ole Miss will still play Troy, a club league, but that's not the college football league. Yeah, but, you know, the thing about it is there are too many really good players that uh, are playing in schools like Troy and Arkansas State and places like that that, um, you know, deserve to play more than club league football. I I agree with you, but that's if it's going to be like the NFL, that's what it's going to be. The NFL doesn't have a club league, but soccer does. And Troy would be in the club league. Those guys will still get their opportunities for the NFL, but if you want to get paid, 
the only the 32 profitable programs that can really prop up NIL. And Ole Miss would be one of them. Ole Miss is inarguably a top 20 program. So Ole Miss would certainly be, be in those 32. But that's the 32. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. I would think so. But, um, you know, before we limit it to 32, I, I personally think when the, the fissure happens, the division comes with college football, you're going to have 60, 65 teams. Mm. Um, that that'll that'll play in this NFL for college football, if you will. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, who are you going to cut out to come up with 32? I mean, the SEC is about to have 16 teams. That's half the country. Yes, that would I mean, be that, that would be 16 of the 32 teams. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So at yeah, Oklahoma, the West Coast schools. I mean, do they really bring in a ton of money for college football every year? Well, some of them do. USC, UCLA, sure. they're they're big time names. And listen, the people on the west coast of the United States are not going to have an all southern and midwestern, uh, <laughs> you know, NFL for college football league. They're going to have to have some. The NFL went without LA for twenty years. Yeah, LA is a you know I don't mean to say this and be don't ugly, say it. but LA is a dumpster fire. Oh, okay. You're not kind of see how it's going that way, the portal and how we pay kids and all this kind of stuff. It, it feels you like know, there's talking about a major restructure now. Mark Emmert is stepping down in 2023. The NCAA, as we know it, and that's just the latest step or the latest sign that the NCAA is completely falling apart. It's done. Yeah, I agree with that. I was glad to see that happen. By the way, me but, too. Uh, but no, you're going to have some element of, of of representation on the West Coast. It's going to happen. Just like, look, I'm going to tell you, the, the the very northeastern section of the United States is not strong in college football. But, you know, you got Syracuse up there. You've got Boston College up there. They're, they're not going to go back to playing a, a, a division lower than uh, the highest level. No, and if they, they get out of the not. relegation league, they can come up to the um, championship league. <laughs> the relegation yes. league, I love it. They can be in the relegation league. And if you win enough, you can come up to, and and of course the final two teams, they're going to drop down to the relegation league and you got to win your way back in. Uh, Yeah. So we're going to move back and forth every year. I like that. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, this is going to be decided in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Then we're screwed. It's going to be whatever the SEC wants it to be. Um, That's just the bottom line. And you know, the big 10, the big 12, the Pac-12, the ACC, they're going to line up and catch any scraps that they can uh, and, and be happy to get them. I mean, Oklahoma and Texas, you mentioned, I mean, they're about to be in this league. There was nothing the Big 12 could do to quit, to, to put a stop to that. So, you know, you're going to bring Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC's talking from power, and they're going to decide this. Right, and the SEC the is going to be rebranded. The SEC is going to be rebranded as the Championship College Football League. Yeah, it could very well. But then, okay, you do that, Ben, and that sounds simple. But all of a sudden, the Southeastern Conference doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does exist. It it owns everything. Missouri's in the Southeastern Conference, which makes no sense. Well, but then... They're already owning everything, David. Listen, you got to look at it at another level, too. If football leaves the NCAA... And all the other sports stay put. The biggest major problem you're looking at right there is all of a sudden you're way out of whack with Title IX requirements for scholarships. 
So you're going to see sports get cut. You're going to see everything. If football makes this jump, the way federal law reads now and all the other sports are left behind uh, because there's got to be a quality, got to have the same number. And, um, you know, you got to put the same, uh, that, you know, the same cards on the table, but, it, but this is a totally different game. If that happens, just something else to consider when all this goes, I 100% believe it's going to happen. Yes. And what I just said, I 100% believe the SEC is going to decide how it happens. They're going to be the um, championship conference. Yeah, the championship league. They'll be the college football league. There are some ramifications, so we'll we'll see. Looking at the roster, knowing that Ole Miss wants a linebacker, wants two more wide receivers, we expect Deion Smith, Maliki. But you just eyeballing it. If you could pick a player from the portal for a particular position, what would you pick? I'd have to go get a wide receiver. I, and and don't get me wrong, there are some talented pass catchers on this team. It's a need, but it is a need, and our wide receivers get broke a lot. In other words, I mean, you know, they're not playing in the games. Um, there's kind of been a lot of that going on. I'd stack one more wide receiver uh, to go with uh, what you have on this roster. I'd I'd stack two more actually, but uh, yeah, I think that's the most pressing need. I know Kiffin has said linebacker. Look, he knows more about the football team than me, so he's probably right. But, you know, I know this football team depends on throwing a lot of passes and catching a lot of passes and scoring a lot of points. I, I want a few more quantitative pass catchers on this on this roster. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think there's a big gap, too. If wide receiver is the most pressing issue, it's number one. And we say linebacker is number two. There's a significant gap from one to two. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I watched Ashanti Sistrunk carefully the last couple of weekends. and I like him. I, I'm impressed with Ashanti. Yeah. I mean, I think he can get the job done there. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He's aggressive. You know, and they're probably okay with the – top two or three guys at the linebacker position, but you want a little more depth there. You'd like to bring in Chance Campbell, right? I mean, right. that's who you need. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's a tackling machine. I don't know that he's in the portal, you know, or him per se, not him per se. Well, he's not. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not. He's obviously. not. Okay. But that type of player, I don't know if that type of player is in the program. So, um, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, receiver to me is the most pressing. Does Chance get drafted this week? I don't think so. You don't? Uh, I'd love to see him go fifth, sixth, seventh round. But I just I just don't know. Chance is that guy that, you know, it's not that he doesn't have all the tools because he kind of does. And, he man, he plays so good. But, um, you know, he – that body type and that skill set, maybe kind of a dime a dozen. So, you know, maybe he gets drafted, 
Maybe somebody sees something in him that they go, you know, we're going to use our sixth pick or our seventh round pick on this guy. Maybe he signs a priority free agent deal, which is what I think he's probably going to do. Um, but uh, if I had to pick, I mean, it would not surprise me. Three, maybe four rebels get drafted out of out of this class. Here's my take on Chance, and this is not a poor reflection or a knock on anybody that's still here. He loved all his coaches. He had a great experience. But DJ Durkin was solely responsible almost for bringing him to Ole Miss. And when yep. DJ left, I think Chance, before DJ left, would have come back for another year, which would have helped him, I think. But when DJ left for Texas A&M, I think that's when he decided, I'm done. See, I beg to differ. I mean, I agree oh, with everything you said about really? DJ. But I beg to differ if it would have helped Chance. I, I think – Chance, as far as um, his college career, I, tapped I just out. don't know what else he could have done. He led – well, I'm not going to say tapped out, but what else could he have done? He led the team in tackles mm-hmm. this year. I, I mean, you know, what, are you going to come back and do it again or are you going to come back and finish fourth in tackles? Does that help you? I mean, so – Do I, you I make more money at Ole Miss with NIL coming back for another year than you will if you don't make the roster? As a rookie? Depends on if you make the roster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Because if you're on the practice squad, I think it's $1,000 a week, man. If you're the same Stop prospect next year that you are this year, in this market, you could probably make more money. Why not? Yeah. And, and, and you know, forgive me, but I don't know if Chance is 23, 24 years old. That's right. Uh, yeah. You know, but you are a year older if you come back. Uh, but, you know, hey, I'm pulling for all our guys. I hope we all we get them all drafted, but oh, that's of course. not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. Let me ask you something. Oh, Matt okay. Corral. Uh-huh. Matt Corral. Draft starts Thursday night. He's not going to get gonna drafted He's going to be Thursday. there. Nope. He's a second rounder. I think so, too. I, I just wanted to see if you agreed with me on that. It doesn't make any sense. Malik Willis, maybe. Depends on what, dep- depends on what kind of offense you're running. Um, Willis, let me tell you something about Willis. Willis has a, a high ceiling. There's no doubt about it. Sure. But, you know, I watched him play live this year, was not impressed. I didn't see it. Um, but but he was playing against Ole Miss, and it was a good day for Ole Miss defensively. But here's the deal with Willis. Whatever team that, that drafts Malik Willis, they're going to have to be prepared to build their offense around his skill set. I don't think it's adaptable. I mean, they're going to have to do what Malik Willis is comfortable with doing. So, you know, I mean, does that maybe push him back a little bit? I don't know. But as far as Matt Corral goes, I can tell you this much. The dude is a fierce competitor. He's got great leadership skills. Everybody that's ever played with Matt Corral has told me that. I mean, they have told me, Daddy, you know, Hey, I'm telling you, this guy can lead. This guy is tremendous. So, you and know, that's my thing. That's my, my thing. I feel like Kenny Pickett is tapped out. There's a little bit extra growth there, but I see him more as Paxton Lynch and Matt Crow. He could flame out spectacularly, never see the field, but his upside is far superior to Kenny Pickett in a class like this. I don't understand why right now Kenny Pickett is rising up draft boards. Go look around wherever you get your. You know, draft you bring stuff. up Paxton Lynch. You bring up Paxton Lynch. I just got to say this, and I, I really don't care if anybody likes it or not. Shea Patterson is a better quarterback than Paxton Lynch. I've watched, I've watched two weeks of the, those guys. 
That's um, two more weeks than I have. Yeah, well, I have. I've been watching the Have USFL you been texted and, uh, by a certain quarterback's father? Oh, yes. Phone call. <laughs> Phone call. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, I don't know what to say about that question. Well, yeah. I just I, I didn't know. I didn't know if Sean called. I really didn't. You got to be the friend that is just yeah, like, Sean, man, you got to chill no, on. No, man, it, it was cool because okay. I was texting Sean when the, oh, man, gosh, dog, they were playing, I, I don't know, last Saturday night. And uh, <laughs> no, no, it was two Saturday nights ago, opening weekend. And I texted him and I was like, you know, they need to put Shea in. What the hell? Paxton's throwing interceptions and fumbling all over the place. And so we texted back and forth a little bit. What did he say? No, what did he say? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, right, you know, they, they stick Shea in and Shea, Shea did, did pretty well, had a tough fumble, but, you know, he played well. And he's got to play well in that league because, you know, of his fluidity. He can run around and make things happen. And uh, in a league like that where – there may not quite be as much defensive discipline as there is in the NFL. <laughs> Shay's going to make things happen. That, yeah, you laughing. You know what I'm talking about, though. Well, I'm uh, not knocking anybody. Shay has gotten to a professional level in football, and that's unbelievable. That's awesome. I'm happy for him. But if you'd yeah. have told me that this is what his future would be, this is where he would end up after that Texas A&M debut? No, that was the game where Hugh Freeze was hugging and crying and holding on to him after the game in the locker room. Um, but uh, rightfully so, Shea won that game for Ole Miss. And, um, he looked like you know, Johnny Football. Time, yeah, it looked at the time that Freeze had, had gotten the second version of Johnny Menzel here. Yes, 100%. And, uh, you know, football is a, is a cruel and wicked game. It's a cruel I mean, and just, wicked game, and it can humble you so you quickly. You just never know. Look, I, I, I mean, listen, man, I go from – you know, waking up one morning going, okay, you know, all right, Eli's going into his second year as a starting center at Ole Miss to, Dad, I'm getting in the portal, or Dad. Actually, at the time, it was, Dad, I'm retiring. And I'm like, holy shit. I mean, it was the first I'd heard of it. People on the message board like, David, you knew this was – honestly, I swear to God, my grown adult son <laughs> never told me anything about <sighs> that. Pulling a little for the Ball State Cardinals this year. Hell yeah, you are. He's a coach. He's living the dream. Yeah, trying to reach a three-peat of bowl games this year. He'd be three in a row for for the Cardinals if they can do it. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Well, well, here's something that I think everybody needs to know. Deion Sanders got mad at our buddy Nick Suss because he didn't call him coach. Would Eli get upset if you didn't call him coach now? Okay. <laughs> I don't, Do you I have to call him coach him. now? Would you I ever call your now. son coach? No, 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 no. I, I called him retirement plan. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 it. Yes. But, but, no, no, but look, he's my investment account account because I promise you, we're sending a lot of money investing in Eli right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've told you that before, and uh, you know it is what it is. But hey, my little girl graduates from Ole Miss next Friday. I'm pumped about that congratulations thank you thank you and, and then my other one gets off the school bus here in just a little yeah bit. just a little bit and um yeah you're gonna have to go through all that again so i'm going through it right now with a 10 and a six-year-old but you're supposed to be Ooh. done you know 
You're supposed to be like yeah, we always enjoying had, the spoils. We always had a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old, you know, and so on and so on. And then one day we had a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a newborn. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of fun, though, man. It, it really is. Well, this and, has uh, been a lot of fun, hey, too. we got to do this more often now. Hey, yeah, we're going to do it every week. Okay. You know? I'm I'm down for it. I guess what I can call it. I've got already got an intro built called Around the Circle. Does that work for you? Around the Circle. Yeah, like the circle. Well, okay. By the by the by the Grove. Now? I don't care. We're playing it on both sites. Everybody yes. gets to hear it. And, it's uh, Ben and David's podcast. Is that what you want? You want yeah. nothing creative? Ben and Dave sounds like ice cream. Speaking of, you know, I got to go get some. Enjoy that. I'll talk to you soon. Gonna do it, my friend. This has been a lot of fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.